Hello, it's your host here, excuse me, it is your other host here, Kai Bobby. Wanted to take a quick second and apologize. Unfortunately, there's going to be two sections of this episode where it's going to sound like Elena is underwater. I wanted to assure you she is fine, we just had some audio issues, but I have Frankenstein together an episode that is a delight. So, do bear with us, we appreciate your patience. Uh, now, something I will not be apologizing for is the fact that this episode is two hours long. Remember that time that Jim and I were like, Hey, it's going to be like an hour and 15, maybe an hour and a half at most. Well, we lied. We're working on it. We'll probably get back to that goal at some point. But in the meantime, unapologetically, a two-hour delightful episode with my dear friend, Elena. It is a deep dive, an exploration, an inspiration. Oh, <laughs> oh my kidding. It's, it, it's us talking about Rocky Two and a bunch of other stuff. Enjoy, everyone. There's too many homo-losers, too many trammers, but I like to watch them for rotten treasure. Yeah, I'm going to start the podcast, like, whose line is it? I'm like, hello, welcome to Rotten Treasure, where the movies are made up and we don't matter. We watched Rocky 2. Uh, we don't matter. We, we are insignificant to humanity. Okay, let's roll. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not doing the intro again. That was the intro. Uh, I'm, your, I'm, I'm the host, Jim O'Donnell. And with me, as always, is the other host, Kai Bobby. Hi, Jim. It's me, Kai Bobby. How are you? <laughs> How are you, Kai? Uh, I'm living. You know, I'm, I'm celebrating. I'm going to timestamp it. I know we said we, we normally shouldn't. It's St. Patrick's Day, Jim. Do you know what that means? It's March 17th. And that is a, that is it. That is, and, and, and I've also decided to have an alcoholic beverage, just coincidentally. Uh, I decided not to because once we turn off the cameras, then I'm alone in my apartment and drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a special guest with us today. Uh, she's a British improviser. That feels like fraud because I haven't done it in so long. But let's go with that. It's Elena Hunt. <laughs> exposed, exposed by Jim. Doesn't it though? Like, like no one's been doing anything for so long now. You're just like, who even am I at this point in life? Yeah, I feel just like me. <laughs> I feel like we kind of started the podcast because we were like, feel like frauds, so we might as well do something that is fine in this format. Totally, yeah. And genuinely, this is just a nice excuse to, like, chat to you both and, like, wonder whatever pretend. Like, it's just nice. It's just nice to hear people that you care about and connect. So, good on you. You figured out the point of the podcast. There you go. I cracked <laughs> it. I won. That is 100% why we asked you. I don't know how you feel about Rocky Two, but <laughs> we made you watch that movie so that you could come and talk to us for however long it takes us to talk it feels like such a rude way to suggest i want to hang out with someone like... <laughs> the only way to speak to you is if you enjoy rocky too no i actually enjoyed it i actually ended up liking it i didn't think i would i'd never seen any of the rocky franchise i assumed that he won the the fight in the first one i was like oh it's a sports movie they always win and then the second Ooh, one nope. starts by the recap of the first one where he loses. And I was like, oh, okay, this is not where I thought it was going to go. Pleasantly surprised. Much more character development. Um, I do have a lot of thoughts. It's definitely not a perfect movie <laughs> by any mm -mm, stretch. Mm -mm. <laughs> we, will, we will roll into that. 
But you pleasantly surprised that it wasn't just sports. That was always uh, a good surprise to have for me personally. Hmm. That's it. Kind of what the Rocky movies slowly stop becoming. Like at first, ah, they're very okay. like, oh, here's a sad portrayal of a boxer and like how he goes through life, and then eventually it just becomes like. Here's a guy who punches harder than anything in the world, and Rocky's gonna punch him <laughs> not as hard, but still beat him. Yeah, maybe I won't carry on with the franchise, but the second one was good. I liked it. Good. Kai, how did you like? You didn't like the first one. Uh, I didn't. I wouldn't say that I didn't like it. It's just that it's it's it it wear, We talked about it. It wears ni- 1979. Or 1974, whatever the fuck it was. 1976. Uh, the Bison expre- was in it, so. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What's the expression? Like a like a mitten? Um. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Wait, hang on. What? I, okay, I know I'm foreign, but what the hell do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eleanor, that's not a phrase. Kai, explain. <laughs> oh, I'm coming up with so many phrases tonight. <laughs> yeah, you could tell me anything. I'll Classic American phrases. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a classic American phrase of, uh, you know, it's like fries in a dumpster. <laughs> I'm always saying it. <laughs> oh, Jim, that's some good soup you did there. That's good, man. I like that. <laughs> and so, I was like, I'm okay, learning. Okay, so where's it like a mitten? Okay, dive deep with that one. It, it's just, it, it is, it, it is a very much so very clearly written by Sylvester Stallone. Like, he did write it really fast. He's like, oh, I know how romance works. I'm Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it is very clear that he's just like, I don't know how to get women, so I don't know how to talk, so I'm just going to talk a lot. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, yeah. coerce someone into going into your house and then falling in love with them. Yeah. And then, and then yeah. eventually in the second movie, kissing them on the mouth when they're sleeping. I'm sorry, in a coma. There's a difference. We'll talk about it, but maybe don't kiss me. Okay, keep going. That was that was his. That's his wife, and he's like, "I love you," and it was a tender moment. Mm-mm, I'm putting it in my will. But I don't she's give only a shit. in a coma for ten minutes. It's yeah. the and okay, we'll get there. We'll, it, yeah, we'll yeah, get there. So we'll get there. There's a coma. So there's a coma. Everybody. <laughs> no, no, hang on. We're there. Let's talk <laughs> about this. Let's not like put this. Okay, late. that's a coma, <laughs> and um, I'm not okay with it. You were okay with it. No, I wasn't. Because oh. it was brought on. She got shouted into an early labor and then is in a 10-minute coma <laughs> in which he refuses to meet his newborn son until <laughs> she wakes up. And that baby is like a couple weeks old by the time he he acknowledges its existence. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he, then he learns to read instead of fathering his child. Oh, so many thoughts. So, yeah. so many thoughts. Yeah, I they put her in a... Yeah, she got screwed. She's like, oh, what's that? We didn't give you enough lines in the last movie? Fine, this movie will put you in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she smiles once during the whole movie. She's supposed to be, like, enamored by Rocky and pregnant and married and they have the house. Mm. She doesn't... She looks miserable the whole time. I, I'm worried. I'm worried for Adrian. I truly am. Throughout the movies, she gets slowly more and more miserable. Like, she's never oh happy. There's a part in the fourth movie where she goes to Russia, and that's the happiest I've seen her. What, because she's on vacation? Because she got no. to leave? No. Why did she go to Russia? Oh, because Rocky fights a Russian guy. That's the guy that punches oh, harder right. than anything in the world. Oh, okay, okay. I might I might watch the rest. I'm, like, just intrigued enough to be hooked in. Oh, I'll take a um, Russia trip. I can, I can describe to you all the movies so that I can get you in. Uh... 
perfect. I'll take it. In the third one, he fights Mr. T. Great. Are you serious? How did I not know that? Yeah. This is how really? Mr. T became mm-hmm. famous, yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Oh, they made... I did not know that. Yeah, they made the A-team so that he could have a show after they saw how popular he was in Rocky Three. He also fights Hulk Hogan in that one. Oh, my God. I had no idea. Okay, I'm on board. I'm in Wait a minute. Yeah. Hulk Hogan boxes? Um, it's a it's it's an exhibition match. It's how the movie starts. His name is Thunderlips. Yeah. Okay. Thunderlips. <laughs> and at one point, Rocky goes, "Why are they carrying him?" And then Paulie goes, "I don't think they are," because he's very tall. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky is a simple fellow, isn't he? He really is. Yeah. Rocky four. He fights a Russian guy. He punches harder than anything in the world. I think they say like, every average boxer. Punches five hundred pounds per square inch. He fu- he punches thirty five hundred pounds per square inch, and then that's about it. And he also does a lot of steroids. Oh wow! Wait, are we just telling the the listeners what, like <laughs> not to listen to the next couple episodes? Yeah, you're just, just spoiling. What happens? <laughs> just skip it. Just you're right. You're it. right. I should. I should. It in the fifth movie he uh, <laughs> he gets told if he keeps boxing, he's gonna die. And then he gets in a street fight with a guy named Tommy Gunn. Oh, nice. I did hear. Yeah, I remember glimpses of the street fight. Yeah. And then in the sixth movie, he's old and he fights a man that's young. And Mike Tyson is in it. And he gives a great speech. Anyway, I've never seen Creed. Uh, what was our point that we were saying? Uh, that you're going to start calling me Thunderlips. <laughs> 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 Officially now co-hosted by Thunderlips. <laughs> hey, it's me. Oh God. Well, I got a porn name. I got a drag name. I got a new improv name. I'm very excited. You set. You got a whole You're brand. Done. What is? What are your other names? What was the porn name and the drag name? Oh, uh, a cayenne pepper is the drag okay. one. If in oh, case I ever good. need it. That is good. That's good, right? Uh. <laughs> So I think we talked about it. On the, I'm not sure if we mentioned it on the podcast, which is my favorite sentence. I'm just going to make a clip of me saying that over and over again. Uh, but my childhood friend, uh, Donnie, suggested that I call myself Hot Pocket for porn. Ooh, um, okay. You have said that on the podcast. That is a good one. So if you like Hot Pocket as a potential porn name for me, uh, send me DMs. And if I get 10 of them, I'll start doing an aggressive amount of porn as Hot Pocket. <laughs> And then you have a signature move where you grab their hands and force them into your very steaming hot pockets and they pull out their hands and it's covered in cold ham and cheese. I'm so excited to do non-sexual porn. This is going to be such good porno material. I'm so excited. Jim, will you help me direct this? I forgot that Hot Pocket was your porn name and not a wrestler name. So... (laughs) (laughs) No, but... Like, it yeah, can be both. Sounds we're, sexy. We'll record it. It can go either way. <laughs> someone's gonna be into it. Whatever it is, someone's gonna be into it. Elna, what That's would your real. wrestler name be? My wrestler name? Oh, uh, Brit Tits. Okay. Don't know why. Just you know, good for branding. And I it was just, tit. Yeah. I believe T I T. T I T. Yeah, Brit Tit. Okay, Brit Tit. Yeah. Right. Or, like, I just have, like, a good, like, street fighter name, like, Shitty Bitch. Because people would be scared to fight somebody mm. called Shitty Bitch, you know? <laughs> I'd be scared of Shitty Bitch. 
you'd have to fight with a mask because I feel like that's the kind of person you don't like. You can't even look in the face, otherwise you'll just die inside because you're so terrifying. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it'll be a Hulk Hogan mask just to really throw them off. You know, psych them out. <laughs> They'll yes. think, oh, it's Thunder Lips, and I'm like, no, it's shit, bitch. <laughs> the whole thing <laughs> surprise, surprise. If, honestly if you could just keep pulling masks and going back and forth <laughs> i could do like 16 rounds with that right i don't have to actually get hit just keep on reveals 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 <laughs> okay right but they can never see us in the same room at the same time right they'll know they'll know <laughs> oh i when you said thunderlips i didn't picture kai i pictured hulk hogan <laughs> So, it's me, dude. As if, like, someone out there is confused. They're like, all right, either that's Elena Hunt, Philadelphia comedian, former Philadelphia comedian, or Hulk Hogan. Or Kai Bobby. Or Kai Bobby. It could be me. It could be any of the three. You just don't know. I constantly get the three of you confused. I know. I'm always getting this. lips. I'm like, no, it's Eleanor. Oh, it's a whole thing. <laughs> Classic. Every time. All right. How many minutes are we in? I'm crying. Good work, everybody. There's a, I don't know. Should we pull back to the standard question? Because I am curious. Go for it. I got to ask. It's Jim's question normally, but. I mean, are we, we're kind of, I want to learn more about what your entire relationship is with the Rocky oh, franchise. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, pr- it's pretty, it's pretty short. Uh, well, I did live in Philadelphia for like, uh, two and a half years. So my okay. extent of, of my connection with the franchise was knowing where the steps were, the big bronze statue by the art museum, the music mm-hmm. that's always playing down the art steps for the tourists is just on a loop in someone's phone. And thinking that he won the fight, but he didn't. And watching half of Creed one time two years ago. That is my entire (laughs) summary of my connection with Rocky. So I was coming to it pretty cold, which was, I think, a good way to do it. Because I got more out of the second one than I think I would have done. Would you mind uh, just doing the second half of Creed as best as you can? Uh, take as long as you just need. Just doing the whole thing. Yeah, just doing the whole thing. Yeah. I wish I had <laughs> the whole thing memorized. I would make you sit here and watch me reenact the entire second. Punching myself in the face. <laughs> You're hey, like, Eleanor, stop. No. And I'm like, no, you said, you said, you asked for this. <laughs> hey, listen, we've got time. Like, we, we got to fill. Oh, okay, I've got nowhere else to be. <laughs> we got to fill at least an hour with this thing. Like,. <laughs> We're just replaying clips. You just replay the entire movie and call it a day. That's your podcast, son. You know what? Let's just rewatch Rocky 2 together and that. <laughs> Let's just do that. That's all so fun. Yeah, we just silently watch it. <laughs> don't interject at all. We're going to get in trouble for copyrights so bad. <laughs> I don't think there's a copyright on Rocky 2 audio. Oh, tight. We can use it? Sure. I don't care. Well, I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> Well, <laughs> let us know. I'm gonna. I mean, we have a Patreon. We make money off of this gym. We can get in trouble. Oh yeah, you're right. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I have no witty comeback. You're 100 percent legally correct. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke, and I was like, No, wait, you're right. I know things. We do make money smart. off this, and we shouldn't. Uh, yeah. We shouldn't try and get in law in what? trouble with the law. Uh, we were talking about the coma earlier and yes, i watched this, i watched i watched this with my girlfriend and after like when 
uh, she wakes up and they look at the baby for the first time. Uh, <laughs> obviously named Rocky Jr. Uh, uh, Adrian's like, do something for me. Win. And then Mickey goes, well, what are we waiting for? That woke my girlfriend up. And then she goes... <laughs> and she goes, oh, oh, wow. Why are they in a hospital? And I was like, you missed... The entire time she was in a coma, she gave birth, she was in a pet store and started giving birth and went into a coma. Like, you missed a lot. Right, but here's the thing. Your girlfriend was probably only asleep for 12 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That's how much happens in that time span. Yeah, they There's a lot, a lot. lot crammed in there. It's too much. It stressed me out. Yeah, so she goes into a coma because she gets yelled at. <laughs> And he's like a guilt tripper. He's like, if he gets hurt, it's your fault, which is just so, so messed up to say. She goes into labor in her pet store, has a full coma. Rocky learns to read. He takes up like adult <laughs> literacy lessons in this time span. Yes. And then they meet their son. And then immediately she meets her, her, her newly born child for the first time. And they're like, oh, that's cute. Anyway, back to Rocky. You need to win that. Just take a second. Just take a minute for yourselves, well, please. Also, I, I had a thought for the first time just now. Paulie put her into a coma. Like, he's the reason 100%. why. 100%. He has the audacity to be like, what if you name it Paulie? And they're like, no. <laughs> Idiot. I hope oh, Paulie has no that. redemption arc. I want him to have nothing. Yeah. I just want him to be written yeah. out of the entire rest of the movies. Oh. I know. Yeah, I want to never see him again. I don't care. He slowly, just... he slowly gets weirder and weirder. At one part, at one point, they're like, "Happy birthday, Paul!" And he's like, "I got a robot," and that's a <laughs> legitimate part of the movie. <laughs> that's classic Stallone writing, right there. It's good stuff. <laughs> well, that's my theory, because you know, like, uh, you know how I don't know, like Robin Williams was so naturally talented that they would just say like in the script, it would just say Robin Williams does his thing. Mm-hmm. I think Sylvester Stallone took that and just put that on every page and was like, I do my thing. And there was no vocabulary. <laughs> there was no script at all. No, no. It's he- just like at this location. And now I do my thing here because that's, that's the vibe I was getting from the very uh, limited dialogue in this movie. Yeah, That's why he says stupid shit. Like, like too many eggs in the kitchen. Am I right? You know, like, you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, yeah. What? <laughs> His character. My favorite one of those is when they go to look at the, the, we're going to buy the house when he's like up on his luck for the first 10 minutes of the movie. Mm -hmm. And she says, my husband is an expert in bricks, which is just a weird thing to say anyway. Mm -hmm. And then to clarify her point, he places his hand on the bricks outside the house and just goes, hey, are these new bricks? And it cuts. And I'm just like, (laughs) that can't have been written into a script. (laughs) That has to have just been... Turn up, do your thing, next shot, cut. I don't think you understand. It was the 70s. They had a lot of time back then. <laughs> like, they could let, they could relax. They didn't really have a lot yeah, going on. Imagine. Imagine. <laughs> I remember I watched a video once about Friday the 13th, and so, someone was like, yeah, these movies, like, really take their time. And then they played a clip of a girl walking down a street for, I'm not joking, three full minutes. And she's just walking. Oh, my God. She just walks down the street and then she goes to a shop. And is like, can I buy uh, some peanuts? And they're like, now nah, we're closed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's the scene. 
Can you imagine being a screenwriter back in 1976? Like, you fucking walk in with a box of crayons and you'd be hired. Like, Jesus Christ. Knowing the 70s, it was just do a bunch of coke and then shit out the first draft. And then they're like, award-winning movie. They're like, should we, right? should we edit it? Nah, keep it at two nah. hours. <laughs> <laughs> but it, this part just says Sylvester Stallone does his thing. Film it. Cut it. Oh, okay. The movie killed. <laughs> There's two, and you feel free to pick whichever one you want to talk about. There's two scenes that I think are unnecessarily too long. One of them <laughs> is Stallone's Oscar-winning moment, bedside cry uh, about Adrian. It went on too long, in my opinion. The other one is their makeout scene before doing Whoopi. I'm gonna call it that because that's I don't know. It just it felt the right. 70s. Yeah, it's the '70s. <laughs> you do Whoopi in the '70s. <laughs> was it like? He did a porn, right? Like, I felt like it was just like, Stallone, you don't need to make out this long. It just cut to the next scene. <laughs> By the way, Sylvester Stallone did a porn in the early 70s. Just for context. Yeah, did yeah. He really, do, he really did a porn for real? Uh-huh. Yeah, he did it for like 300 bucks. <gasps> Wait, so this is before he was famous, like before yeah, he was in yeah. movies. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like, is it well known? Like, it's available. <laughs> it sounds like I'm going to go watch it immediately after. I just mean like, <laughs> Was he shamed for it, or was it like, yeah, you did your thing? No, they were like, yeah, you did your thing. Like, it wasn't until, okay. like, probably, like, 2006 that people heard about it. And then everyone oh, was wow. like, okay. really? Rambo did a porn? And then that was... So by that, that point, it. everyone's, like, kind of over. It's not scandalous by 2006. Right. Wow, I didn't Yeah, know we had already seen that. A Night in Paris, so, like... So you're... You're grown-ups, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what was your point that you were making? Yeah, that, that kiss, though. That kiss was, like, the most intimate thing I've ever seen with two fully clothed people. <laughs> like, I would have preferred it if they... I would have felt less uh, uncomfortable if they had just, like, absolutely pounded each other. Right. It was too intimate. It was mm-hmm. too intimate. Yeah, jump each other's bones. Like, commit to it. Yeah. Don't just kind of sloppy... Yeah, it was just, like, smacking their mouths up against each other. It felt like very... Yeah, yeah. Should I, Jim, do you want me to give the audio appropriate? What would, no, I'm not good at it. Oh, do, do you want us to, right now, for four straight minutes, just go like... Reenact. Such a good scene. Such a good scene. Take your hat off. <laughs> this is how I like you. I'm there. I'm there. Oh, my God. Oh, God. It's just, it's bizarre. It's bad. It's it's this is like a bad good movie. I I love you, Jim. It's a bad good movie. I it's think a, it's a good good movie. So it's, like it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I legitimately like it because I think it's a good follow up to the last movie. The last movie is about like this downtrodden guy who gets his chance, and then it felt like it felt like a very like good follow up where they're like, yeah, this is what would happen if you gave a nobody three hundred thousand dollars. Right. And then he mm-hmm. would waste it all, and then he wouldn't get the $300,000 because he couldn't read. And then uh, he'd have to fight again. It's I, I like it. I like it a lot. And then she falls into a coma, and I don't get sad. Uh, <laughs> mostly because I've seen the other movies, but it's it's still fine. I well, agree, I mean- though. It, it definitely like, explored things that I thought were... Because, uh, again, I was thinking it was just going to be like a straight sports movie, montage, boxing montage, and then we're done. And I was like pretty impressed for the time, especially, that it, it explored like 
adult literacy and how he couldn't get an office job and how these barriers to entry that he had as like a working class guy in Philadelphia. I was like, oh, that's a pretty big theme for a sports movie, as I mm-hmm. thought it would be. I, I appreciate it. That like I like I remember feeling at one point really uncomfortable because I struggle with reading. So like I lucky have a roommate that loves reading, so she'll like she's read out loud to me. Highly recommend Red, mm-hmm. Right, and Royal Blue if you're in need of a queer love story between a fictional prince of England and the uh, first son of America of the first female president. Ooh, what was it called? I have a pen of paper. Red, Red, White, and Royal Blue. But okay, it's I'm very fortunate to have uh, you know people that will read books for me um, and. and that being said, it's just really nice when I, I was like, I was a little nervous. I was like, are they just going to have this keep punching down at the like his inability to mm-hmm. read? But they did kind of do it from the vantage point of like, could you stop making fun of him? Like, he's just trying yeah. to do a gig. He's going to make he's doing an advertisement or whatever. He's doing something for you. He's going to make you money. Stop being a dick to him. <laughs> I did think that. And why couldn't they just like read it out, read it to him and then record him just saying it? Repeat, repeat. Like, why did it have to be? I did. I felt genuinely sorry for him. And I feel like Adam literacy is not something that's explored very often in any yeah. movies so i'm kind of like good for him for having the foresight to put that in there yeah and sarah clemency brought it up this was probably like an early before we knew what it was this was probably like an early movie about kind of like cte where just where they get mm. so many concussions uh and this is just what happens to them to mm. these types of people and like i, I think she's right it's just <laughs> they we didn't we didn't know what CTE was at the time, but we did know that it exists. We just thought those guys were punchy, as they say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can we talk about Mickey or Mick, the the coach? Yeah, I oddly enough, I finally realized who how I know him. He's from Grumpier Old Men. Um, <laughs> or I'm sorry, I love how I said the sequel instead of just the regular Grumpy Old Men. <laughs> just the sequel. Is it Walter Matthau? Is that who's in that? Walter Matthau and uh, Jack Lemon, whatever. If you ever need to see more of that actor, be kind of very like incredibly similar and just yell at you and give you a pep talk. Yeah. Watch Grumpy yeah. Old Men. <laughs> if you want to see, if you want to see a young version of him, he is in the classic Twilight Zone episode where the end of the world happens and he he's got like these real thick glasses and then he goes to read a book and then his glasses break and then he goes no. I had all the time in the world. I think it's called all the time in the world. <laughs> I don't need to see it. That sounds like the best bit of the episode. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know how they made it 22 minutes because I, I really <laughs> told you the whole thing right there. Uh, you were so saying about Mickey. Yes, you can talk about Mickey as much as you'd like. I love Mickey. He terrifies me, but I also love him. And I think watching this film, I realized, like, to ever get in shape, I would need Mickey Mm -hmm. specifically. Because his intensity, I would need somebody to yell at me and, like, sweat on me and beat me (laughs) at the top of a dark staircase and, like, visit me in church while my partner is in a coma. Like, that's what I would need. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You need someone to Anything be like. Left, <laughs> you need someone to be like. I liked you better when you were carrying the sweat. Right. He's so intense. He doesn't sleep. Like he's just watching the TV and the team in his own house. He's thinking about Rocky. He's, he's researching Rocky. He is so intense. I, I I was like that can't be an actor. He has to be like a real boxing coach that didn't mm. know he was in a movie because he's so intense. But 
I like Mickey. Big love for Mickey. Uh, he says he says something in this movie that my dad used to say to me all the time when I would like do anything. He'd go, uh, oh, what was it? It was like, you need to eat lightning and crap thunder. That was a big thing that <laughs> used to tell me. Like, he says it when he gives him a chicken to chase. But like my dad used to say that when I would like play baseball. Wow, that's like I feel like your dad's good. That's a motivational thing to say to a kid. Yeah, it was also out of character for my dad because even when I played baseball, and he was my coach many times. He was he's my dad's a great coach. He he was not a like angry coach or like yell at the kids coach. He just would say that once in a while because he thought it was funny. We got it. <laughs> you have a non-complex relationship with your father. Stop bragging. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bring it up every episode. That's a coach. He's a great dad. <laughs> he just liked making references to movies from the 70s to <laughs> kids that were born in 1992. I don't understand it. <laughs> You've only just recently unclicked what you were talking about. Um. Yeah. So wait. You're so you were talking about Mickey, and I was thinking, yes, I really. I was having this conversation today. I need. He's like a life coach. You just need more like stern people to just be direct yes. with you. Yeah. Um. So as I worked today, I was talking about this. That was one of my favorite things that I loved about my last therapist is I had one session where she just goes, I'd been in there for just, you know, for a little bit. She goes, Kai, I'm going to be honest with you for the last 10 minutes. You've been kind of an asshole to yourself and a little bit to okay. me. <laughs> and Aww. I'm not, I was like, this might be unprofessional. I don't know. Feel free to at me. You both can tell me. Uh, but for me, it worked. We've been working together for like a year at that point. Um, and I was like, fair call out. And then we did like a, a breathing exercise together. And then we like started back up with and with where we at. And it worked. It worked for me. I, I like I need I need more people to just like tell me straight up like, hey, slow down. You're being a dick to yourself. Let's let's do this again. Um, but also I need more people to yell at me and get me to work out. Beneficial. Yeah. Yeah, I could see, but yeah, I think so though. I think I've like got a lot of very kind friends in my life, and I have like one friend in my life who will just tell me absolutely straight and tell me very bluntly i think we all need that we all need our mickey to just be like no no you're wrong about this and that's okay but that that especially if that works the therapist sounded like she knew what she was doing yeah she's the shit i definitely uh she was one of the best um i actually just am imagining it would be great if she was also my uh like <laughs> my coach for exercising as well She'd be like, come on! <laughs> really rip into me, but like, come on, come on! You want your th your sister's way thinner. Come on, you can do better. Like, <laughs> then she ties you up and makes you punch with your other arm. <laughs> I don't think I can punch with my left arm. That sounds terrible. Couldn't do southpaw. See, I, I learned something. That was southpaw. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I think that's what he was saying. I wasn't really sure. Yeah, South you got it. It's yeah. Southpaw. Left? It, it is a strange word, and it is also a real word in the real world that we describe left-handed boxers with. I don't know why. Rocky one, In Rocky 1, he has an explanation, but it's very clearly bullshit, so no one knows what the actual explanation is. And by that, I, I mean I'm like going to look it up. It's clear in the movie. Like, I just couldn't understand. I had to, like, put the subtitles on, and I had to, like, rewatch some parts, so I just couldn't and I think yeah, it took me a second to be like, oh, this is just how he talks, and I'm not trying to try and like decode every word he says. And that was much more enjoyable once I realized that. 
yeah oh. i and even subtitles they kind of get it they do their best <laughs> yeah they, they they definitely like just picturing someone trying to transcribe the whole thing being like, just, at one point it just says said. i don't know sylvester stallone just did a poem i don't know what to tell you <laughs> <laughs> oh i forgot about the poem <laughs> you did it i don't know i didn't get i didn't catch most you were it's fine. there was sunsets <laughs> i don't know you are really great and i like you because you're great and I just ate because dinner was great. Here's the thing. <laughs> and she's like, she came out of the coma like right before that, but she was like, I don't want him to know how terrible that was. So she stayed in for another day. I'm just day. gonna stay. <laughs> I'm just gonna. <laughs> What's so painful, Jim, is, and you know this about me because I know you love poetry so much. Mm. Um, I know, yeah, by the way, everybody, at, so if you could just send Jim as much poetry as possible, that would be really great. <laughs> throw it out. Um, but the, yeah. only that people wrote themselves. Nothing famous. Yeah. Just, just stuff that people have just written on the back of napkins exclusively. Uh... It could be famous, and I wouldn't know. <laughs> no, but I, I, I think that that scene hurt me a lot because <clears throat> I, when I first started writing poetry, it was that. It was that. It was like the basics, the sunset, the at with that. Like it was like you know, you're starting, you're learning to do the thing. Everyone yeah. wants to be amazing right off the you know the front, but I bet right now, I bet Sylvester Stallone could do some dope poetry. I bet he. Could. Probably, I, mean, I would love to see him with some open mics. Hell yeah. He did a good job at writing a poem that, like, a, a boxer, a dumb boxer would write. Like, right. I, I fully believe that he wrote that poem. But very believable. What would bring you both out of a coma? If you could, like, if you could hear something, you think it would bring you out of it? What would it be? Um, wow, my... Uh, ooh. Um, I got a weird one. Go for it, because I need you to vamp. It's very no, it's just very specific, <laughs> and it's probably just nostalgic at this point because it's been a long time. But specifically, the scent of ribs from Bubba Gump shrimp, um, <laughs> the the Forrest Gump themed restaurant. Um, not any I of the seafood. I didn't know what you were gonna say, but I just didn't think it yeah. was gonna be that. No, I had no idea. I I I if you had said Jim, name ten billion things. <laughs> One of them would not have been the ribs of bubblegum shrimp. Not even the ribs. It's the scent, Jim. It's the scent. scent just, just the scent. A thing that I don't think bubblegum shrimp is named, like, is famous for. No. I don't even think they're starred on the menu as, like, a favorite. <laughs> This is like some people come in and they're like, let me get the ribs. You guys are like, I, I don't know if we have ribs. And let me that just sell them. Yeah. <laughs> it's shrimp. It's all shrimp. It's shrimp. No, I, uh, I used to work at the one in Times Square. So oh, I used to I get those a lot. One. Okay. Yeah. How was that? What can there? Uh, well, should I talk about it? Jim, have we talked about it on the podcast? Yeah, we have, but real quick, I, I've been listening to My Brother, My Brother, and Me, the podcast, and they talk about that specific, uh... Bubblegum uh, shrimp? Bubblegum shrimp. So Say it real fast. What? what? Bubblegum shrimp. Bubblegum shrimp? <laughs> yeah. Bubblegum shrimp. Bubblegum shrimp. <laughs> you might have served My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Okay, is this a is this a cast? Is, like a, is this a movie? Like a daytime sitcom of people that came in? <laughs> I'm sorry, someone in my hallway coughed. Uh, wh what was your story about? <laughs> I just thought you'd seen a ghost. I was like, what is that? <laughs> I believe it. 
I'm sorry. What was your story about bubblegum shrimp and you working there? Oh, there wasn't really one. I just uh, I was asked how it was, and it was fine. It existed. It was like I, I was really good at um, you know that that have you ever watched Office Space? Hmm. No. How do I put this person? I was that person who just had that extra pep for an annoying like amount of time at work. Like mine went on uh-huh. about an, a good two hours longer than everybody else's like bandwidth to stay on. So I was a little bit like, okay, hey, okay. yeah, hey, how's it going? Woo. Uh, so at it, I was like 18, 19. So around that time, very good for getting Taurus super pumped about being in America, being in Times Square, and talking about our Lord and Savior, Tom Hanks. <laughs> oh, God. Did anybody that you served not understand that it was a movie and think that it was a real establishment? Uh, oh, like, as in, like, it, based on a real-life documentary about uh, Forrest Gump? I they're just I, always playing this documentary on the on the TVs that I know that I know for a fact that Bubba Gump Trip is always playing Forrest Gump on the they TVs. Have it is, it's constantly on with subtitles just around. It's terrible. No, sadly that never happened. Uh, I got good old people who were. Uh, you ha- I mean you don't have to be obsessed with the movie to go. Like I said, I got some decent ribs. You're just going for whatever the fuck this food. It just it's a. a you go to the it, basically you go there if Planet Hollywood is too full. <laughs> I would have said Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like, I think they're like close to each other, aren't they? It's like Bobby Gump and Hard Rock are like pretty close in Times Square. That might be what I'm thinking of, but yeah, it's been a decade. Uh, over actually at this point, it's probably been about 13 years since I lived in New York City, so it's been a it's been a hot minute, maybe even longer. Who knows? I can't do math. Was that the worst job you've ever had? Worst job ever was I worked for the company Sterilite, the ones who actually made a couple of the bins that are around me. You know who I'm talking about? The little like storage bins that go underneath your oh, okay. your bed. Is it Sterilite? Sterilite? That's probably why I got fired. I couldn't say the name of the company. <laughs> <laughs> but I worked for them uh, through a temp agency for like, yeah, let's say I worked there for like maybe a month, month and a half before I got fired. Um, it's the only job I ever got fired from. And... I was pretty good at the job. I just think, and this is a theory, I think I just outshouted, like, I I got too much attention, and people mm-hmm. like to talk to me a lot, so it's either that, or the owner was mad because she got a lot of attention, and everybody loved her, and instead, everybody loved me. Or, oh. follow me on this logic. I sucked at my job. <laughs> no. You, you got a lot of attention, which caused people to not work, so productivity went down. No, <laughs> I, I would, maybe that's where it went, but <sighs> no, that's fair. I did work in close proximity with other people. I tried to have my headphones on and do my work. It's just it would be the printing labels coming on like two spools, like going real fast. And whenever I'd see like a discoloration, I'd stop, I'd splice, and then put it back together, and then just keep going. Um, I've never worked in like a factory line almost kind of vibe. Like that was the closest I've ever had to just like do the same thing, go go go, do the same thing. Um, fa- like once I found my music, my flow, I actually found good in that shitty job. Um, so still, I mean, right now I work at a doggy daycare. Um, it literally involves shit. So it should be the shittiest job. And it kind of is, uh, literally with that in mind, but it's not because fucking dogs. Yeah. I get to hang out with yeah, dogs. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a, I work with kids. So sometimes it's shit and then sometimes it's literal shit and sometimes it's great because kids are hilarious so i get that two sides of the same coin jim what's the worst job you ever had 
well, I've had three jobs, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of them was Shoprite, and that was the worst because uh, oh, fair. they are basically in a constant state of trying to get rid of you. Um, oh God! Were you a cashier or stocking or what were you doing? I worked in a deli for five years and two months. Uh, <laughs> they five years and two months. <laughs> I was a really good worker for about two years. And then okay. I went on this, like, life-changing uh, trip uh, through the western part of America, which I've talked about mm-hmm. a million times because it was a big part of my life. And then I came back and I was mm-hmm. like, fuck this job. Like, who cares? Um, and then I continued to be at that job for three more years. <laughs> <laughs> and they hated me. Hated my guts. They tried to get rid of me one time because I drew a clock on the wall. Uh, so... Did That's... you take down the existing clock and then draw a clock? <laughs> okay. Are you ready for this weird story? <laughs> yes, yes, I'm so ready. I'm so ready. So, you gotta remember, they hate me. <laughs> yeah. So this is their <laughs> chance to fire me. Um, My friend accidentally knocked the clock off the wall, and it broke. And we were like, oops. And, like, we just put it uh, aside, and we're like, sorry, we broke the clock. And then we just, like, went out, we went on with our job. The manager came in the next day and was like, oh, the clock broke, whatever. And then someone who worked in the kitchen was like, how dare you guys not write a note? I keep looking over at that empty space where a <laughs> clock used to be, and I'm fucking pissed <laughs> off. And so I heard that, and I was like, okay. And so I drew a clock and wrote, here's your clock, Patty, and stuck it on the wall. And then, and then the manager came back the next day and was like, Jim? <laughs> you're in serious trouble and i was like for what and they were like you wasted time making that clock and i was like i took three seconds to draw a circle and then every and write every number from one to twelve <laughs> so it's whatever i then it got up to like the big manager and the big manager was like yeah this isn't a problem this is the dumbest thing I've brought to my attention. <laughs> like who cares and then i continued to be there and then when i quit I gave that manager a clock, like as a joke, and, as a gift, and she was like, <laughs> she, she thought it was a bomb. <laughs> she, she thought I was gonna be like, I quit to get a job that pays double here. Here, explode! <laughs> like, <laughs> why would I ever oh. do that? And then you run back and you're like, oh, forgot about daylight savings. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the level of how much they didn't like me. That's, what about that's you, Elena? insane. Um, I worked a couple of crappy retail jobs. And I also had a temp job that they I went in for and then they gave me nothing to do. Which sounds, oh, it's like an easy gig. And honestly, yeah, for the first couple of weeks, I was like, this is sweet. I have nothing to do. And I would ask every day, hey, you hired me. What do I do? And they'd be like, oh, uh, I don't really know. Just whatever and it became so boring you ever just like sit because you weren't allowed headphones so i always should be sit on the internet like just reading random wikipedia articles for like eight hours a day and you know the day just passes so slowly and you're like what am i doing with my life and yeah it just kind of like led me to a dark place i know it sounds like a sweet gig doing nothing all day but it just took forever for the time to pass and it'd be my worst one i've had days at my current job like that where it's just like there's nothing going on. 
I can't even mm. invent. I can't even invent work right now. I, th- I'm literally doing nothing. S- sometimes when the work is that slow, my boss will be like, "All right, close the door. We're all gonna play video games now." Uh, mm. But it was like, <laughs> it was a day where like he was super busy with stuff that we couldn't do, so we just had nothing to do, and I would just be like, "I guess I'm gonna watch every Jenna Marbles video I can until I'm done today." Right. It's just yeah. It's just not a good way to spend time. I get that. You're making me... So, that is a huge thing. So, I've only made this doggy daycare for the last three weeks now. Uh, When we don't have mischievous dogs in there, the day takes so fucking long. So, when I get Mm -hmm. dogs that are, like, being assholes, it's just, like, done. Shift's over. Um, So, I hate to say it, but, like, I love a dog that's just, like... Oh, it's just going to say a humping dog. That's I don't love a humping dog. (laughs) But, like, I was like, what are the things that are problematic? My brain almost just, like... I don't want to say that with compassion and like full. I don't mean it. Um, well, if you want me to say, do you just rile thing. them up to get the, the the day to go quicker? Do you just like start start shit between the dogs just to make the day go? No, 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 no. I'm very good about not starting and, and getting them excited. Like hit them with a but, rubber band and be like, "Oh, that was Sparky," and, no. and then they're like, "Yeah, oh, like, do you care what Fluster said about you?" <laughs> no, there's there's no running in the daycare center. Um, the thing that I love is just when I have a I have this rambunctious dog Mickey that just like wants to give me nothing but just love. So I love this little tiny rambunctious dog who's just like flopping on my belly all day. So I just that's what makes my day go by fast. Just hanging out with that pup. That's really cute. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I could look at dogs forever. <laughs> that was so genuine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jim. Jim, you want a part time job? No, but like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it's like dogs they're like cool and like they're fun even when they're not i don't know what the next subject matter is going to be but um oh i got you i got you i made notes okay i i think i like miss being in school sometimes so i made notes and i was very excited about this okay this is just some thoughts i have while watching the movie that i'd love to get your your takes on um now, you both have been in Philadelphia a while. I lived there for a couple years. I never saw an acapella gathering around a fire, did so, you? So, this used to be a bigger deal. It's gone away. Um, it was a big thing back then. In fact, um, Boys to Men started that way. Oh, no way. Really? Yeah, as a Philadelphia group. Really? So That's cool as shit. Okay, I like that now. Now mm-hmm. I'm a boy. Yeah, that's, uh, that's why there's a Boys to Men Avenue in uh I was going to say, up on the Avenue mm-hmm. of the Arts. Yeah. yeah. So this is when they were boys? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're, and they're like, Motown Philly, back again. We all know the song. It's like, <laughs> it's like they're in the room. <laughs> okay, maybe that does have more merit than I realized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, I'll give them that one. It, it did used to be a big deal. Um, I don't think it's been a big deal in any of our lifetimes, though. Fair enough. I wish it was. It seemed charming to walk down an alley and see that. The, you know what was a big deal, though, uh, that you saw in this movie multiple times? Uh, a trash can that's on fire. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm. That was a real motif. If I was doing my, like, you know, 10th grade essay, I would definitely be writing about there that. Was, um, that was something my dad used to love. Uh, when he'd watch this movie and he'd point it out every time, be like, ah, that trash can's on fire. Um, <laughs> and you kind of don't see it as much anymore, but like, 
I've, I, I've gone to Philly and seen, like, the trash can full of fire and a bunch of dudes, like, standing around huddling for heat. Yeah, warmth. That's real. Mm-hmm. It was nice to see Philly, like, hustle and bustle in the 1970s. Like, it definitely, especially because I've moved since then, I was kind of, like, getting that, like, nostalgic feel for Philadelphia. It, it, it puts a nice a nice light on the city. I do, like, appreciate you that. You like the it's part like running where... through... Sorry, sorry, go ahead. Oh. You like the part where uh, <laughs> all the kids uh, follow him around and run after him? I love it because I went on the IMDb trivia page. There was 800 children yeah. in that scene. Yeah. yeah. 800! I literally, Jim, I was going to bring up the exact same thing when you were doing the, like, no, you talk. <laughs> That's because so we perfect. were both so excited to talk about these children. Um, where the fuck are their parents? Where are they? <laughs> Why aren't they in school? Like, and was the, you know, I think that they were just like, oh, Rocky's filming. Everybody has a day off school. You can all just go run behind him all day. Um, you guys, Nuts. it was probably filmed on a Saturday. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, but. Debunked. <laughs> oh, I'm not talking about the actual kids. I'm talking about the layer deep. The children in the world of Rocky, where the fuck are their parents? Like, you're not asking. This is a lot of kids, square I- inch, without parental units. I know mm-hmm. you think you're asking the real questions, but the real question is, did they follow him for the whole run? Because mm. he goes from North... That's a long fucking he run. He goes from North Philly all the way down to the uh, shipyard, and then he runs back to Center City and goes to up to the, the stairs. And there's, like, two small sweat, like, sweat patches under his pits and, like, a little bit here, and I was like, I couldn't walk that in mm-hmm. a day if you paid me money. No. Yeah. I did love, though, there's a part where he's running outside of Independence Hall, and he jumps over Mm. a bench, then he jumps over another bench, and then he jumps over the same bench again, but because they cut it, it looks like he jumps (laughs) over a third bench, but it's so clearly the same bench. I didn't catch that. I'm going to have to rewatch that. That's that's good. Got an eye for detail there. Oh, you could just watch, yeah, that part and not the rest of the movie. (laughs) Oh, no, I will. I'll definitely just skip to, to that part specifically. I mean, you, you asked earlier what would get me out of a coma. It would be that montage. Because mm. I would be like, <laughs> yeah! The music. I have to say, like some of the, the like remixes that are probably like chopped up from the first film, they're good. Good. I was feeling pretty pumped on some of those montages. When the credits rolled, I was like, this is a good, good feeling. I was right there with you. I asked my phone. I was like, okay, Google, like, what song is this? And it didn't tell me, and I'm still mad. So I'm going to have to look it up on IMDb later. Like, mm-hmm. I, what particular remix? I know that it's the Rocky. I was going to say, uh, It's Gonna Fly Now by Bill Conti. Come oh. on. You, you, why doesn't everyone have that? <laughs> okay, uh, well, I have a new app called Hey Jim. I'll just <laughs> ask you instead. <laughs> hey Jim, what's this song? Why, I, I'll tell you. That's um, uh, The Eye of the Tiger, because that's in the next I'm just going to get a really good walkie-talkie. I feel like we're there based on our friendship at the current moment. <laughs> Jim, what's this song? <laughs> Over. <laughs> Was that Eye of the Tiger? <laughs> he did it again! I also... Okay, yeah, bring, okay, me, the, bring okay. me the notes. I need to talk about one thing. They're in a pet shop with his dog, Buttkiss. Yep, yep. it's Buttkiss. Yeah, okay. you got it. Buttkiss. And he's getting accessories for his dog because yep. they're in a pet shop. That tracks. And he's got percent. money now, okay. so he can get whatever the fuck he wants. Okay, he's, yeah, he's got money for pet shop I think you're accessories. Gonna say... He's got that kind of cash. 
Go ahead, Jim. You know it. I, th- you know I was going to say, I think you got to say the same thing that I said to my girlfriend, which was when he says, get me uh, get me what I want. And she goes, oh, right here. And he goes, that is exactly what I want. And what is it that he wants? It's a bracelet for himself. <laughs> and a, uh, It's like a dog collar that he wears around his wrist from mm-hmm. a pet shop. Yeah. And it's never acknowledged again. But he does wear it in a bunch of scenes. What you, he, do, he wears well, it in every scene. He gets his money. It well. was acknowledged just a few decades later in the pop punk scene. He was just getting it started. <laughs> yeah, he, he was just ahead of yeah. his time. Yeah, despite the fact that punk music would have been created like two years right, earlier. I, he was right in. Sorry, it. I'm thinking about my relationship with like pop punk kids, just like everybody wearing very similar bracelets. Uh, this would have been the post-punk era. I believe Pink Flag by Wire would have just come <laughs> okay, out at this okay. point. So you know, you know what? Once again, I'm the host. You're the you're the other host. You know your stuff. You're into the punk. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was it? You know. Oh. <laughs> that's the opposite. <laughs> Not factual. <laughs> you're the Rocky. Kai's the Apollo Creed. We all know it. No, it's fine. fine. It's totally did you fine. Wait, did you call me Kai? Well, I won the first time. You'll win the second time. No, I said Kai's the Apollo. Kai's the Apollo Creed. <laughs> I thought you <laughs> just casually, just really nonchalant throw that in. <laughs> yeah, Jim, we all know you're all like Rocky Kaizu. Like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if you had notes about I this, think? but how did you feel about Carl Withers in this movie? Like as a like, how did you feel about Apollo Creed this time around? I didn't even know who, because because you're the first bit that we see him. He's so he's got all the prosthetics on because he's so right. beat up, and then he spoke, and I was like, oh my god, it's Cowens. And then mm-hmm. I just think like, yes, it's a movie, yes, they're acting, but the physique of Sylvester Stallone and Carl Weathers is insane. Yeah. Oh yeah, that whole final routine, like, there's nothing CGI about yeah, that. There's nothing. Though their bodies, like, I just think that's incredible. You can't fake that. That's admirable that they did that for a movie that's incredible i did say you, you can well, teach me to read to my tv so yeah <laughs> <laughs> i hope like there was no one else in the room you just were alone uh-huh. and said that out loud and i hope that you were talking to rocky because he le- he taught yeah, himself oh, to for read, sure so <laughs> him. um uh, so carl weathers didn't get ripped for this movie carl weathers got ripped because he was a football player oh really Oh, he was. Yeah, he's yeah a... no, no backstory. Mm-hmm. He was a... Is it Withers or Weathers? Weathers. Weathers. Yeah. Weathers. Kai said Withers. I wasn't going to correct. I him, also but, said yeah. Iago for the entire fucking time of Aladdin. So. <laughs> it's. Did, am I, wait, am I saying it still wrong? It's Iago. Yeah, I was saying Iago. You got it. Yeah, you I got it. it now. I'm good. Two series later or one series later. <laughs> You've learned. You're fine. I just. It's one of those things where, like, sometimes you misspeak, and it's just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be that guy that harps on people. It's like, uh, it's Iago. <laughs> you hear that, listeners? This like, is what a beautiful friendship sounds like. It's someone who just lets you exist with all of your mistakes and doesn't save you from looking like an idiot on your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll only do it if it's funny. For example, like, my mom was talking about my sister's my sister's son, and she was like, "Oh yeah." Uh, Colleen just took Griffin to the, uh, to, uh, she was trying to say the pediatrician, but she accidentally said, yeah, Colleen just took Griffin to the, uh, the vet. No. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, 
I was like, are, are they like strapped for cash right now? Like, <laughs> <laughs> your health and your health insurance system is fucked up in this country. <laughs> I know you have three dogs, but like, is it that bad? <laughs> hey, real quick. If Love I toss a baby in. in the mix, as how much extra is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's funny. That's okay thing to harp on. Someone saying Carl Withers is not something where I'm going to be like, uh, by the way, guy, <laughs> Withers. <laughs> but, and oh, my pocket protector exploded. Um. <laughs> but anyway, did you enjoy his character? Because I actually found him to be a little bit more. Uh, did you enjoy his character around this time? You talking about me? Did I enjoy yeah. it? How did you feel about it? Uh, Ellen at the exact same ah. time will say it. Uh, okay, yeah. one, two, three. Oh, yeah, yes. I really did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that we get a bit. He's not just like a villain who's like sat in his tower, like plotting. He's he's. We understand that he's experiencing this faded glory, and it's his like uh, reputation against Rockies. I think it was like. A lot more layered than I realized it was going to be. It really was. You heard his brand. His brand was impacted. I mean, the whole world got flipped upside down. Absolutely. And I think that that's like... Because Bill was like kind of giving me some backstory for the first mm -hmm. one, just so I could fill in the gaps. Because I was like, oh, but he won, so he'd be... And he was like, no, he shouldn't have been able to put up that good of a fight. That's why it's like such a... a like not a victory for him. And um, yeah, I just thought that the... It was good to see both sides of the story. It wasn't just like Rocky's this absolute perfect hero room for him. I kind of felt kind of felt sorry for his character a little bit. Mm -hmm. And like the hate mail that he receives, I was like, that's ahead of its time because we have internet comments and so much like hate online and people. I was like, yeah, it, it, the same mentality existed. He was just you just had to pick up a pen, which is more effort <laughs> and pay <laughs> and pay like seven cents to send him and be like. <laughs> and say mean things to a boxer right? somehow it's acceptable to like just be on your phone saying that but if you like went out and posted that's weird yeah. <laughs> it's a bizarre thing. they also had to find his address like yeah that's true that is true i'm sure he was in the phone book and that's why they figured it out but like someone had to do that I'm so excited to send Sylvester Stallone an individual letter that just says, I didn't like Rocky V. <laughs> and he'll send you a letter back that says, me neither. He famously hates that movie. He's right there with you. One time he was on a uh, like a radio show and they were like, all right, we're going to go through the Rocky movies. We're going to rate them one to five. And he was like, got it, one to five. And then they got the Rocky V. He was like, zero. They were like, no, no, the bottom is one. And he's like, I know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now I want to see Rocky Five. I'm gonna watch it. That one's that one's kind of bad, bad. Where it's just like, oh god, they're like trying to be Rocky same One. Old, same old. At one point, he says mm. Rantlers. Like it's very weird. Does his son come into it? Like, does, does he train his son? I feel like that was gonna be the route he took, but maybe not. The th I the thing about the movie is it's his son is in school. His son is like 15 or something at that point. Oh, uh, okay. Mm -hmm. Um. And it's just like him going through school and being the son of a famous boxer. And he's also lost all his money at this point. Oh, okay. I figured. His financial uh, ability in the first half of this film did have me worried. Which, because he purchased a house without looking upstairs, which really yeah. bothered me. Because if I'm ever in the financial position to buy property, which I highly doubt I ever will be, 
the flippancy that he was like, ah, I'm, just, I'm sure it's nice upstairs. I'll buy it. Really <laughs> bugged me for some reason. That house was also $19,000. And he had just made $37,000. Right? Wow, that's right? a lot of money to blow on a house. But the cut, it, it's cut in a way that the next shot, after he goes, do you want to look upstairs? And he says, no. The next cut is Carl Withers, Apollo Creed's house with his wife and kids. And for a second, I thought Apollo Creed lived upstairs <laughs> by the downstairs and they were going to like uh, have to live together but oh my both God. see each other. That's... And I was so excited. <laughs> You're writing the best sitcom ever. I would love it. Okay, hear me out. Um... Well, Mickey's not alive anymore, but it's the new grumpy old men sitcom. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> they're old enough now, and that's just them. The back and forth, like, oh, fighting over, you know, like, hey, like, I was going to use the laundry machine. <laughs> <laughs> that was your idea of conflict. And they call it laundry machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. In their basement, you know, just like this. They have, like, of course they live in an apartment at this point where it's just, like, coin-operated in the basement. <laughs> I also and Adrian's still just putting forty hours a week in at the pet shop. She's just trying to support all three of them. Hey, I want to use the Victrola. <laughs> Where's my Sterilites? <laughs> so I had an idea during this movie that I want to know if you all are interested in, in backing me in this financially. Uh, this is a great opportunity to invest. Anybody who's listening, uh-huh. Rocky Seventh, got it. No, no, no. Hear me out. Uh, drive through churches, right? Okay, what about this movie gave you that idea, Kai? The fact that on the <laughs> way to the match, he's like, I gotta wake up the, the, the priest real quick and get oh, a blessing. Yeah. I gotta get a blessing before I go with the match. I gotta, hey, hey, guy, <laughs> come, Romeo, Juliet, it's a scene. Come down. <laughs> Talk to me. I'll make it a movie. I'm Rocky. Wherefore art thou, priest? <laughs> I don't know, bro. Say some Italian stuff, and then I'll leave. Goodbye. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that that priest spoke perfect Italian, but then he also had a South Philly accent. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, a rare combo. Yeah. Oh, scaramucci. And then he's like, "All right, kiss the bride." <laughs> Water rights for everybody. <laughs> Let's all get hoagies. <laughs> a Buena Vista. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Buena Vista. Just the neighborhood. <laughs> but I like the idea of just being able to get fast food from a church and then have it blessed you know, on the way out, like at the window, like every bag is. So blessed. you get you get fast food at this church as well. You don't just get a drive-through yeah. blessing. Yeah. You get fed, and then you get your food blessed. Oh, so this is a this is like a church slash KFC. Yeah, you get it. You get exactly what <laughs> the I want. KFC is for Christ. There's a separate yeah. There's a separate lane for you can have longer chats with the little. You don't see the priest. It's the same situation. You talk through the little box. <laughs> talk to the screen. The confessional. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. You have to say ten Hail Marys and uh, you'll be all good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the thing is, is that part of me thinks that it would do well. For this a is America. Bit. You yeah. can have drive through anything here. Oh. Anything. Yeah. 
And also, <laughs> especially in like the Midwest, they or the uh, the Bible Belt, go down there, and they would be like, "Hell yeah, I want to do my confessional before Sunday." You know how they all sound. At last Ash Wednesday, <laughs> Ash Wednesday in the pandemic, people were getting drive through like ashed up, right? So I mean, like oh, now hey, we've learned really? we can okay. get that shit done on the way to work. <laughs> And people are gonna start doing drive-through like Ash Wednesday. I can feel it. I'm in Shark Tank. I'm in. Yep. <laughs> and for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> uh, Elena, Elena Elena is in. She hasn't displayed financial <laughs> good decisions before. I'm out. <laughs> I once saw Elena buy a house without looking at the top steps. Uh, <laughs> and for that reason, I am out. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that could be a viable thing it's just something i want to exist i'm not sure uh i wrote down blessed burgers i think that's probably not the best i can come up i can come up i needed your help you're improviser is there anything we'll cut it if it uh, sucks just burger king of the world christ <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope there's like little ellipses in the middle for when you were thinking <laughs> so like everyone yeah. wants to be like burger <laughs> king question mark of the world? Of the world. <laughs> That's how it's gonna look in neon. <laughs> uh, I was I was thinking something like holy burgers or something like that. So yours was better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want to hold it to just burgers, you know. I mean, you could really sell whatever you want. I've had some really dope food at churches. I will say that. Uh, for my short what experience. Are you going? I didn't even got fed at church. I got a new host, and that was it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't like every service that we got fed or anything like that. But when I'd go on like Sunday stuff, like it would be kind of like group family gathering kind of stuff. Oh, this that's was nice. That's I think. Hold on a second. If I was 15, I just celebrated my 18th born again birthday. Uh, I'm not a born again Christian. If any of you are, wow, your born again version of you can vote. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> I get ten vote. So I'm gonna vote twice now. <laughs> <laughs> it's the market. <laughs> Pretty fucking pumped. Yeah. No, I'm a big fan of having that taken care of because I believe the rules are um if I if any of my old friend born again friends are listening, uh correct me if I'm wrong, but once I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I'm good. If that's the one, I'm already covered. I'm cleared. So Done. I stopped going, and I don't believe any of it, but I'm good. I think I, I checked that box, so I'm That's good. what I was taught growing up, because I went to Catholic school, mm-hmm. and I'm not practicing any religion for a while now. And I always figured that, because they were like, well, he'll forgive any sins. I was like, cool. On my deathbed, I was like, sorry, I didn't believe in you for like 50 years. And then I said, COVID! Loophole. <laughs> I know you were thinking like 50 years from now, but like I, I thought of it as like from you were born, so you think that you're gonna no, die I'm at the age die. of fifty. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> Oh, donezo. I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> done. Fifty years old. Done. But what if you live past that? Nap shotgun. Nah, I'm, yeah, I'm not. I'm not seeing okay. fifty. <laughs> I'm out. I'm pretty sure fifty is a good time. I'm very excited. I'm honestly, I'm kind of already over my thirties, and I'm only thirty-three. Like, I'm kind of already ready for forty at this point. Like, it just feels like I'm my thirties. Are... wine. Sorry if you can hear this. <laughs> What's that? Uh, I was just um, pouring more wine, and then I felt like I should acknowledge it because you might be able to hear it. I wasn't oh, like seeing myself. Please pour more wine. <laughs> You're over your thirties already. I am thirty-three years old. Uh, 
Why do I brag? Um, you know what it is, is that I know that I'm about ready to do some shit that's going to help and actually get me in the direction that I want to be in. I kind of just want to skip through all of that because that's going to involve college again. And I just want to be on the other side of it doing the fun stuff that I already want to do, which is designing. I want to get back into graphic design and I actually want to be making some decent, uh, you know what, let's pull back on the money idea. I want to be making some decent stuff that I'm proud of. Uh, that's so cool. And you want to get back to school for that? Yeah, I went to school for it. Unfortunately, I dropped out my third year because uh, mm-hmm. that Bubba Gump shrimp job just got to me. I had to fucking <laughs> yeah, call it quits on college. Uh, I really think this Bubba Gump shrimp gig is gonna is gonna take me home. <laughs> <laughs> it's you and me, Bubba. We're gonna make it to the top. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, so yeah. No. I, I don't know. I to that and I just um I have I've I've gotten a lot more friends that are in their forties now, and I'm kind of just like I'm ready. I want to feel that settled within myself. It just looks a lot of, I mean, maybe they're faking it and they're doing a really good job, but I just know a lot of my 40 friends where they're like, they're not trying so fucking hard. They're just being. Yeah. That's what everybody says. Like, you just care less what people think. The more yeah. you get, like, the older you get. And I'm just always like, must be fucking nice. I'm crippled by anxiety every day. <laughs> so yeah, I'm slowly giving less shits about, um, you know, or being more particular about whose shits I want to give that's a good distinction to make yeah. <laughs> who shit do you want to give <laughs> who, who am i gonna let shit in my hands <laughs> yeah that's another american phrase another great american <laughs> we all say it we, we always get a thanksgiving oh shit in my hands today <laughs> and if you subscribe to our patreon you can get a t-shirt <laughs> i'll shit in your head <laughs> Hi, uh, has this ever happened to you? Oh, shit in my hands. <laughs> well, no more. <sighs> it's really weird that you said Kentucky Fried um, uh, yeah. Chicken because Kentucky Fried Idiot was one of my... Did you say that intentionally because of the movie? Me? Yeah, you... Used... Well, no, it's just because he, he he calls... Does he call the chicken a Kentucky Fried Idiot? I think he says, like, about himself... He feels like a Kentucky Fried Idiot? Oh, so, yeah, some reference to Kentucky Fried Idiot. It was that's because it. of the, uh, the the stallion chicken. Right. Well, that's Which, where... by the way, my girlfriend pointed this out, and I felt like an idiot for not noticing this. But she was like, why didn't they call him the Italian chicken? Like, why wouldn't they replace the animal with a different animal? And also, Italian chicken is a thing. It's a meal. Hmm. And I was like, all right. Please stop saying the most intelligent things. Um... <laughs> There's no I, place for it here with Rocky too. <laughs> I'm going to go on my podcast and pretend like I said it, and then I didn't do that because she deserves the credit. I like that. <laughs> no, I say KFC because there's like KFC slash Long John Silvers, mm. and it's just or like KFC slash Pizza Hut. That's that's why I said it. Yeah, I was trying to think of my favorite fast food, and it's true. All right, everyone, go around the room and say what your favorite fast food is. No, I mean, I, it's not, I guess does it count? Does Subway, does Subway count as fast food? It's the, uh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. It's the fast food with the most stores. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I, you know yeah. that smell that takes over your whole body when you get into it? I love it. It's so comforting. Because, like, I know I'm about ready to get my Italian herb and cheese with turkey ham, a little bit of uh, American, because uh, America, uh, the little bit of ranch, 
bacon cooked on the side, then put back onto mm-hmm. the sandwich afterwards. Ooh, but okay. Banana peppers and cucumbers, because banana peppers belong on everything. Very different from my order. Okay. Uh, What's your... Hey, everyone, go around the room and say your favorite Subway sandwich. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I used to go to Subway every single week. I would, when I was working at ShopRite, I would cash my ch- paycheck and then I'd go to Subway and buy a $5 foot long for $10. Uh, and it was That's always every time. You're like, oh, $5. I'll get the $5 foot long. All right, that'll be $9.98. Yeah, that always fucking happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was not happy. Uh, <laughs> except for one time, uh, they thought I gave them a 20 when i gave him a 10 so technically that day i got paid to eat subway i didn't notice until i was already halfway home but who cares um i always got the buffalo chicken on a on a uh a, a, a honey oat toasted uh with um uh, some pepper jack cheese and i would always get extra jalapenos uh lettuce spinach onions um tomatoes and then ranch and then if i was feeling saucy sriracha oh you're wild my favorite fast food is the scent of ribs at the bubble gum (laughs) 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 yeah only if it's served by 19 year old kai with extra pep in his stack (laughs) (laughs) let me ask you something Mm -hmm. uh how old are you I am 27. I had to think because it's nearly April, which is my birthday, and I'll be 28. 27. Great. Well, on your 28th birthday, Mm -hmm. I I want you to meet me in Times Square at Bubba Gum Shrimp. I will wear my old uniform and walk in with you and pretend that I still work there for a minute. (laughs) That's what I want. Get up and, like, full uniform and be like, ladies and gentlemen, today is Elena's 28th birthday, and she always said her dream was to dance on Broadway. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's Broadway. Her dream's gonna come true tonight. <laughs> Did you ever have any like proposals in that in that bubble gum? Oh, oh yeah. You kidding? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. That's Jenna. Just... Jenna, will you marry me? <laughs> oh my god! Any like diehard fans of the film? Like that's what the reason that they were there. Uh. So, what type of shoes was Jenny wearing when she got married? What type of shoes? I have no idea. Oh, she wasn't wearing shoes because she had lead feet. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you just said the answer, Jim. She was not wearing shoes. Ooh. Oh, nice. Good job, Jim. <laughs> I was making a joke because, uh, no. uh, what's his face? Lieutenant Dan take, didn't have a leg. I'm taking my apron off. I'm going to <laughs> not supposed to know the answer. You look like an idiot. <laughs> Here's, okay, there's a problem that uh, you have with me where it's, I just memorize movies. <laughs> That's a cool skill to have there. That's good. Yeah, it's not. I I forget them. I I think I didn't <laughs> I didn't know that. I was making a joke and it just happened to be right. <laughs> All right. So I do want to ask because I wanted to respect your notes. Um, do you have some additional thoughts that did not make it onto the podcast that you need to make sure they make it on here? Let me check. Let me check. Okay. Chicken chasing. Yep. 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 Oh. Okay. This that. Uh, that's not worth mentioning. Yep. Um. Keeping this all, by the way. To keep. Go upstairs in his house. Oh, I was really annoyed about that. I read that twice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he does use the broom incorrectly, which seems Wait. inconsequential. 
I watched this movie, okay? You gave me an assignment. I watched this movie. Um, he uses a broom like a vacuum, just back and forth, which is, is not how you use a broom because you can't sweep anything up if you don't take it off the floor at any point in time. And that's my last note. Well, he was simultaneously auditioning for Stomp. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wish. Did you, not, did you not watch the deleted scene? <laughs> like it's a 15 minute stop routine. <laughs> it's not in time because it's rocky, so it's just, there's no rhythm. <laughs> Wait. Um, yeah, he's sweeping the, the, the ring. Is that what you call it? The, yeah. The boxing ring. Um, like after hours at Mickey's gym, and he just sweeps it back and forth and back and forth. And that's not how you sweep. <laughs> I, <laughs> I actually was also paying deep attention to that scene, and he's like, he's pushing it, and then he he pats the uh, he pats the dirt off so that he could push it again, so he's just not pat- pushing around. But you're right. He just stands in the same place and doesn't move. Like you're Thank supposed you. to move he just when pulls you do that. it back and then doesn't move. He doesn't know how to sweep. Did, did is okay. I don't know anything about Sylvester Stallone. Did he come from like? Is he a Philly guy? Is he from Philly? Nah, he's Brooklyn. Oh, okay. I didn't know if this was like a love note to Philly because he grew up there. That's disappointing. Nah. And did he have like quite a privileged life, or is he like a working class guy that genuinely made it up? Uh, I believe he was a working class guy, mostly because of a. Uh, Right before Rocky, uh, he had to sell porno. his. <laughs> That's true, but he had to sell his dog because he didn't have enough <gasps> money to like eat. Mm-hmm. And then he don't oh worry. My gosh! Okay. He, he bought his dog back after Rocky. But Butt Kiss isn't his actual dog that he bought back. I think Butt Kiss is the dog. I what I if I if I remember the story correct, okay. he had to sell Butt Kiss because Butt Kiss is his dog, his actual okay. real real life dog. He had to sell Budkiss. Then he uh, wrote the script for Rocky, and he sold it for, it was an unprecedented amount. Like, even today, it was like half a million dollars. It was an insane <gasps> amount of money that he got. Okay. He got the forward, and then he he found the guy again and was like, hey, I want to buy my dog back. And the guy was like, okay, $10,000. And then Sylvester Sloan was like, I have that, and it, this dog means more than anything in the world, so I'll give you $10,000. I love that. Okay, that's really made me happy. Yeah. I must say, the more like I watched this film, the first half hour, I was like, I don't really understand why people love this. And I was like, there's a certain charm to Rocky and Sylvester Stallone. There's something about him you just can't help but kind of like. Like, you just root for him. Mm-hmm. And now you've told me that story about buying his dog back. That's very, very sweet. Yeah. Kai, you're making Go a ahead, face. Kai, like, what's so shocking? I, I, I left you because I knew all those things. Um, but I, I'm bringing, I'm coming back. <laughs> With complications suffered by Stallone's mother during labor, forcing her, uh, uh, forcing the need of two pairs of forceps uh, during birth. I knew about this. This is why his uh, uh, mouth is wrong. Yes, the misuse of the forceps accidentally <laughs> severed a nerve and caused paralysis in his uh, in, Stallo- in Stallone's face, which, as a result, is why the left side of his face is paralyzed. Um, That's why I he slurs. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Was his mother in a coma for ten minutes when she gave birth to him? <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> it was actually nine minutes and 98 seconds so not quite as much <laughs> as 10 minutes <laughs> did yeah. you get it did that's, you get my that's... really unnecessary okay callback i like that that's i good, liked right? it i've that's missed them prof <laughs> <laughs> i'm so 
so sorry. <laughs> no, it's so real. I, I But I, I did know his his mum, Jackie Stallone, was on UK Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, no and way. that's how I know. I know more about her than I do about him. Because she was iconic back in the day. So props to her. But Really? Um, yeah, she was amazing. But she also has like one side of her face that isn't like too functional. So I thought that that was maybe just a hereditary thing. So now I'm interested to know that that was because of double forceps. Also, you maybe just never ever want to give birth because yeah. that sounds horrific. Hmm. Well, now I know a little bit more about Sylvester Stallone. I didn't know this about Jackie Stallone. I, I now I want to watch this season of uh, that season of uh, 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 Big Brother. It's a good one. It's a good one. You should watch it. So we're gonna watch that at some point, and then we'll have to have you back on for a mini episode <gasps> where we talk about specifically. Don't even tease me. I would yeah. so do that. I'm yeah. such a sucker for that kind of thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> We'll also watch the classic Stop or My Mom Will Shoot, which stars Sylvester Stallone and just an old lady. Oh, this, uh, is, the, this is the name of his porn? No, it's a real movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, guy! Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> Not every Sylvester Stallone movie is that porn he made that one time. I'm going to think that. I'm going to always be waiting for it to turn into a porn every time I see him in a movie now. Yeah. Oh, the did you see him in that movie Hot Pocket in the porn? <laughs> With bundle lips? Did you see that? <laughs> him and Hulk Hogan in a movie, in a porn, it sounds like the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> the least sexy thing. <laughs> I mean, there was a Hulk Hogan sex tape. If everyone oh, yeah! It. Have you seen that? And he's like, <laughs> no. get back on, I'm too full. Have you, have you, no, just me? I listened to the audio of it, which I think might be weirder. I think that's worse. That is weirder. Commit, Jim. Come on, grow up. I didn't want to see, I didn't want to see Hulk Hogan naked. I didn't want to see his weird hot You don't see much. It looks like a weird, like, CCTV. It's not, like, sexy. And then he just complains that he's too full from eating, eating, like, pork or something. I do remember that. (laughs) I remember that. Because it was in the, it's in the audio. There's also like a weird guy in the beginning who's just like, "All right, you guys do your thing in here, and I'm gonna be in the yes! other room." Yes, like I'm a cool mom. I'm a cool mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very oh, weird, so weird. It's very weird audio of a porn. <laughs> it is. It's very, very unsexy. I want to just read the closed captions of that porn. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> just read the transcript of that. <laughs> What is everyone's favorite sex tape? Is it is it A Night in Paris? Is it uh, Kim Kardashian with Ray J? Is it uh, Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee on that boat? I did see that one because oh, I was so a teenager during from. the time period. Yeah, I remember that. I'll be honest. I named all of the sex tapes just now that I He's know. He's going to so. say, yeah, that's all of them. That's all four of them. <laughs> Jim, I'm going to go with my own. I've made a few, and I think they're, deli- I think they're delightful. I think that they are quality content. And if you subscribe to our page, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Tier four members will get. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I forgot one. What's up? Uh, John Wayne Bobbitt. He made one. <laughs> Who's John Wayne? Is Bobbitt? that the guy whose dick got cut off? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> John Wayne Bobbitt. <laughs> John Wayne Bobbitt. His his wife Lorena Bobbitt cut off his penis, and then they reattached it, and he made a porn called John Wayne Bobbitt Uncut. Uncut, uncut. That's beautiful. I appreciate that. <laughs> I I was like, you know what, John Wayne Bobbitt, you're a dickhead. Like, sure you, <laughs> sure you uh, like got your penis cut off, but that was because he was very abusive to his wife. 
Yeah, did you see the documentary? I was like completely on her side. No, I I didn't. Yeah, this it was a it was a case of a woman lashing out at her abuser and she just did mm. it in a very weird fashion cuz she she cuts it off and then throws it out the throws it out the window of a moving car. It was car. like in a bush. Yeah, they had to like find it with a with like a flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I I have a running joke with my friends where I all the time when like someone says something, I always go, "You got it, Lorena Bobbitt," and like that's a normal <laughs> thing that I say to people. I love that. I'm gonna start saying that. I really hope you bump into Lorena Bobbitt and have a moment to say that to her. And she's like, "How'd you know? I'm wearing a mask." <laughs> it's actually uh, Mary Jo Buttafuoco. That was a reference to a different '90s thing. That she happened. got, she got shot in the face. See, I she know did. Things. She did by I Amy. Amy Smart. Was that Amy Paula. It was actually Amy Paula. No. Nobody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. F- world famous comedian Amy Poehler. Yeah, people don't know. Get the truth out there. <laughs> Founder of UCB. Mm-hmm. Shot, Mary Jo in the face. <laughs> Now we're just slandering people. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get sued. Sorry, both of you. <laughs> by, oh, by Joey Butterfuko. <laughs> With his crazy Zuba pa- Zuby pants. We're gonna get in trouble for libel <laughs> at some point. No, 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 it's slander. Slander when it's audible, right? I can always mix that up. It's inevitable. Eh, yeah, it's slander. Yeah, but we're, it's we're inevitable. gonna get in trouble eventually. You just have got- to admit. You just have to, like, accept that now. I'm fine with it. Um, whatever come after me <laughs> Joey Buttafuoco I don't care <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that because he's highly litigious uh, <laughs> hey Jim just because I didn't do that well when I was a kid in sex ed what's the difference between a condom and a condominium <laughs> uh, well either way I don't use them is what he says <laughs> <laughs> the joke they made in the movie I did it <laughs> There was some wild dialogue in this movie, and I appreciate that. It kept me on my toes. Yeah, I mean, it's all stuff that Stallone was like, hey, wouldn't it be funny? And everyone was like, I don't know, man. It's your movie. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not yeah. that funny. And he's like, I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm doing it. <laughs> we got we got to fill out two hours like I'm doing. Is my Stallone getting any better, Jim? <laughs> I mean, it's not as bad as what you did with Dan Higgins. Hey, it's me. I'm Stallone. <laughs> Wow, is that still on the line? Did he just call it <laughs> friend of the show? <laughs> I'm I'm free. I was hanging out. I was hanging out in my hot tub by myself. <laughs> Your diction is impeccable. <laughs> Thank you. I it's very big. My diction is huge. <laughs> I can barely get a condominium on this thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for Rocky being a granddad. When are we gonna get that movie? <gasps> um just punching his grandchild in the face. I love it. It zooms in from them Jesus. playing. What's the the one with the blue guy and the red guy and they're punching each other? The little game. Oh, the, the blue socket rocket. What's it called? The Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Rock'em right, right, right. Sock'em. It you. starts with his grandkids playing Rock'em like that in their, the right, and they're going fucking nuts. I love it. And he's like, do I, I have it. a story for you? And it just replays the first movie. There's no differences. <laughs> <laughs> he was on set for 15 minutes. <laughs> it's, it's I, I like to imagine, inst- but also instead of like the red and the blue robot, it's 
Rocky and Apollo Creed, and they're like, da, 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 ding, and then Rocky's just, head goes <laughs> flying. Just like pieces of paper, like print out, like shitty printed image taped over, obviously. They're deep fakes, <laughs> but that's how they do it because they haven't got the budget anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they got the same budget they had in 1976. <laughs> I want to play Mickey. That's my only thing. I want to play Mickey. I could just like go puce in the face and yell at people. Hell yeah. You Who do you want to play in the remake? Oh, jeez. Because it's in Philly. You're both in Philly. It's probably going to happen. I think we, I think what you're saying is, who would I want to play if we did improvised Rocky? Um... I feel a show coming on! <laughs> <laughs> hey, just so you know, in the next 30 minutes, I'm going to lose. <laughs> if this looks like fun to you, you can take classes here. Stand up. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to play Buttkiss, but, like, I'm allowed to, like, break away and talk as Buttkiss. Like, this guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> I would, no, I would love it if you had, like, eloquent uh, soliloquies where, like, <laughs> like, Rocky's going on. He's like, oh, you know, like, these numbers, I like them because they add up to nine. And then, like, you as the dog, you get, like, a single spotlight and you're like, what wonderful world it is to live in such a peaceful place. <laughs> My I year, love it. My best years have gone back from me, but truly, this is what life is. <laughs> and it just goes back, and Rocky's like, I don't know, I don't feel it going upstairs. <laughs> so what we figured out is that Jim's going to play my audio, and I'll be doing the physical movements for buckets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm just, like, stopped for improv, but I love it. Yeah. And I definitely watch that. <laughs> well, once again, I mean, just maybe this is the additional project we have to do uh in addition to to watching uh, what what is her name again J- jackie stallone mm-hmm. jackie stallone yeah absolutely I, i'm gonna i'm gonna set myself this side assignment to rewatch that season no, yeah. and if you guys if you were both on board great if not that's just that's my weekend <laughs> <laughs> uh jim i did want to check with you do you have any last uh leftover notes i i do have leftover notes um one of my favorite things is he's wearing a, a t-shirt that says win Rocky win. And you know that because it's Philadelphia and I know how these things work. He bought, he definitely bought that off a man on the street. Mm-hmm. 100%, That's not a retail yeah. shirt. Um, Deleted scene. Mm-hmm. I, I also really like <laughs> the haggle for it too. He's like, look, I'm the real Rocky. Just let me come just, on. Just give it to me <laughs> for it, free hey. through the t-shirt cannon. Um, I'll punch you in the head. Hey, Oh, <laughs> Hey, hey, me, gabagoo. Anyway, um, <laughs> the other thing I was, I, I really like when he goes, these numbers almost add up to nine, but those numbers do add up to nine. Exactly. It was yeah. two, three, one, yes. three. Those numbers add up to <sighs> thank nine. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jim. I really, thank you. I, I, to I, rewind, I had to rewind to make sure I'm like, I think that was the joke. But talking of t-shirts, that was my only final note. Mm. Adrian has a t-shirt when she's heavily pregnant that just says baby with an arrow <laughs> down. Yeah. And I, that's the strangest part of this whole movie yeah. is, is that t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, oh, you know what? You know what I did like? Um, they play the beginning of the first movie. Or the, they play the end of the first movie, right? 
Yes. And then it's just, it's literally shot for shot the exact same. It's not like a remade. It's the say it is they edit it and put it into the second movie for like three minutes. Yeah. For like three <laughs> minutes, and then it cuts to them in the hospital. And they've mm-hmm, clearly mm-hmm. all aged two full years. Like right. Adrian has a completely yes. different this haircut. Hair growth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. A hundred percent. I also thought it was going to be because I didn't know that that was the end of the first movie initially, and I thought that there was going to be like a record scratch and be like, "How did I end up here?" Mid punch. <laughs> I'm just disappointed that it wasn't. <laughs> You've watched too many. Uh, I, I not good movies. Um, but like that also implies yeah, that this is a true. good movie. That's very very true. Yeah, that's that's not true. <laughs> I would. Uh, I wish that had been told in flashback, though. <laughs> now that you say it, I would have loved that. Um, so, so a thing that I I found particularly like I I like laughed at my TV very hard is when he had to come home to tell Adrian that he lost his job. Um, at the mm. uh the meat packing place that they did like I don't know a twenty minute montage of him fucking working there. <laughs> Um, He's got to move those long, bones. Yeah, very. They long showed time, every yeah. aspect of that job. <laughs> um, I'm yeah, qualified. I'm fully. I'm certified. Very much now. so. Yeah. But when he comes home and he's talking about uh, not having his job, eventually he just gives up with his argument and just says, "It's economics." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna end every conversation like yeah. that now. It's economics. <laughs> next time I'm always like. Like next time I'm jobless because let's be real, it will happen again. I'd, I'm just gonna. I'm sorry, mom. It's economics. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, sorry, mom. It's you know, money. What can I say? Economics, uh, uh, supply and demand. We all know these things. <laughs> we all Other know, mom. Business jargon. <laughs> and they also like he lost his job. That sucks. And he did really try. Adrian's heavily pregnant. Offers to go back to full time work whilst pregnant. And he goes, yeah, that'd be great. And then the next line out of his mouth is, can you go start dinner? I'm hungry. Yeah, fuck that. And I was like, um, my friend, your wife just offered to go back to work pregnant? <laughs> and you're going to demand that she makes dinner for you? Whew. Definitely not ahead of its time in that regard. Oh, no. Like it, a mitten, right? We, just fucking like a mitten. Just we on all, there. We all say like it to mitten. each other. Like a like mitten. Like a mitten. Like on a We've said it a thousand times. Like a mitten. Uh, yeah, no, I think some of my favorite uh, things were just some of the lines. I says to myself, I says, was really great. Uh, you ever been punched in the face 500 times in one night? <laughs> like, what a what a fun line. He, yeah. I, I told my <laughs> girlfriend, I went, that's because they have the most unrealistic boxing matches ever. Yeah. They get punched in the face so many times, which in a real boxing match, one good hit to the face, you're down. It it happens, It you never get hit in the face. and But like... Okay, good, because I know nothing about boxing, but I was thinking that. I was like, you would, I'd be dead if that happened to me. Like, that's yeah. not, surely that's not representative of a real match. Also, if I were judging that match, Apollo Creed won that fight. It just so happens that Rocky got up before him. Like, he won, he 100% beat the hell out of Rocky, and then Rocky at the last second was like, punch, and then also yep. fell over. The next day... So that was the technicality, right? Because Rocky physically gets yeah. up before the count that's why he would also i feel like they added an extra ring to like the ring like he climbs and then he climbs and then he climbs and then he climbs another, <laughs> and another. it's like a ladder there's not that many credits until you see it in the third movie they'll find out if you yeah. <laughs> <Right? laughs> 
just keeps on <laughs> climbing up that ladder. Yeah. Okay, so it's just a technicality again that he wins it on. Okay, now we're going to have to watch the third one because I have to know what I'm happens. I'm so sorry that you have to do this. I, I'm hooked. I didn't expect this. I'll give this. you a little secret about the third one. They Go do on. have, the, the two of them do have a fight. It's wait, at wait, the wait. very end of the movie. Like literally the last scene. Okay. And it ends with a freeze frame where they both punch each other. And then oh. it becomes a painting. I do know that. I do know that. I see. I've gone that far. Then wait, wait, wait. What? Yeah. It becomes a painting. And what then do you mean? and then it, credits go over it. When he says it becomes a painting, it means that like they they then just use like a fun effect to just uh, like some horrible computer from nineteen whatever. No, 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 no. You say what it's a fun it? effect because it was nineteen eighty one, but no. <laughs> is, is it a it, real painting? It's a real painting that someone had to do. Oh. They didn't have like computers like that back then. I'm an idiot. Yeah, someone took that free frame and then painted it, and then they went, perfect. Now this will be the credits for oh. Rocky Three while Eye of the Tiger plays. <laughs> Dude, I hope they got paid a decent amount of money. That must have been a lot of fucking work. Yeah, are you sure you want to get back into design? <laughs> <laughs> no, I already know. Good point. Yeah, you know what? I'm not going no, back to actually, college. No, actually, no. That's what I got out of Rocky Two. was, fuck it, I'm not going back to school. <laughs> Yeah, that is the lesson of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, yeah. Don't cares? go back to school. Just Kai, fight again. That's the <laughs> lesson of the movie. You should really Punch. fight. Punch. Okay. Well. Punch the shit out of Carl Withers. Thunderlips is ready to roll. <laughs> Let's fucking do it. <laughs> I've always wanted to do backyard wrestling, so you know what? It's it's time. Uh, it kind of did make me want to get punched in the face a little bit. Like it just looks so like the adrenaline of it all like, i don't actually yeah. want to get hurt i'm very scared of being hurt all the time but like it just looks so like oh like the rage and everything it kind of makes me want to get punched in the face i've had it happen a few times it's not fun it's you do get a lot of adrenaline <laughs> oh, it enough. is Speaking kind of fun in in a in a weird way it is you do get like uh, you do get that rush it hurts but you definitely get like a oh it's happening like kind of thing that's going that happens to you right like a fight or flight kind of reaction mm-hmm. yeah fair enough yeah well, it's been a while, so maybe I need a refresher. Jim, next time you see me, just give me a good shiner. <laughs> just beat I, the shit out of each other. I have, a, I have some friends that came over to my apartment one night, and we all got drunk. And then he, my one friend was like, man, it's been a while since I got punched in the face because he used to do MMA. And he's like, I kind of miss it because I miss the adrenaline. And then my other friend, she goes, oh, I've never punched anyone before. And he goes, they like <laughs> put it together. They were like, oh, you should punch me in the face. So we filmed him, we filmed her punching him in the face, and then we put it on Instagram, and it got half a million views. Was there a legal agreement just in case? Like, I would have had drawn up some papers <laughs> just in case. It got half a million mm-hmm. views? Yeah, half a million people. Holy shit. And then, uh, uh, and there was, like, a bunch of comments that were like, yeah, fucking, he deserved that. And then... And the, you're like, I, no, he's my friend. He, yeah. You don't know him. I'm in the video. You can hear me go, ooh, because it's a really rough hit. <laughs> Claim to fame. <laughs> yeah. My apartment was in a video that got half a million views. <laughs> no big deal. Uh, you can actually, there's memes of everything in your apartment and exactly how much each item costs going around on the internet. <laughs> oh wait, wait, oh, wait! Hell yeah! <gasps> Holy shit! Nice. She like 
Wow, he is so determined to act cool after getting punched in the face. I respect he, that. He said that at that moment, his like his fight or flight kicked in. Mm. So he almost like like you can see him holding his hands. That's because he almost hit her back, like just because of reaction. Just like an instant response. Because your brain yeah. just says your what? your brain says you got hit. It's time to hit back. And like mm-hmm. he had to like he was holding Absolutely. his hands, so he didn't do that because he doesn't want to hit his friend in the face. That's wild. So the first time I ever punched someone in the face, uh, Seth, if you're listening, I'm still sorry. Uh, Seth Myers? No, yeah. So Seth Myers and I got into an altercation. Well, no, Seth Myers is from Bedford, and I'm from Manchester, and there's beef in New Hampshire over. It happens. So Seth Myers and I are doing this eighth grade project on um, the book uh, that was then. This is now the sequel to The Outsiders. Uh, we all know. Um, I thought and... the sequel was Rumblefish, but go ahead. Oh, maybe it was the third. I don't know. It's an, another one. I, I think it's called That Was Then, This Is Now. I might be making this up. Uh, people can correct me. But I uh, I had this scene where one of the my character punched Seth's character in the face. So we shot it at my apartment. What a stupid fucking time. It was supposed to be a book report, but we're like, can we do a video? <laughs> <laughs> the, the easiest way to get out of doing a book report. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I oh, fucking loved it. Yeah. Right. So, of course we did. And we made, a, we made like, different all the scenes. And one of them, uh, he was, like, hanging on, uh, like, this, this these stairs t- to leave one of my uh, the doors at my house. And I was supposed to fake punch him. And I just clocked him right in the face. And he took down the railing and fell and just broke the railing and then collapsed on the mulch. And I still, to this day, feel really bad. Uh, I'm sure it didn't even hurt that much. I also, my parents, I'm pretty sure, don't know how the railing broke. Like, I just put it back up and was just like, they'll figure it out. Uh, Yeah, because they listen to my podcast all the fucking time. Um, (laughs) That and floating around their house somewhere is a VHS with documentation of me doing this. (laughs) (laughs) You've incriminated yourself. My parents never figured it out, despite the fact I got an A on this uh, video that they probably saw at some point. So fucking dumb. Yeah. We made bloopers and... Like, oh, I love that. Like, make your own bloopers. Let's make intentionally... Oh, that's so like, let's do the scene, but just a little bit worse, intentionally to make fake bloopers. Oh, like Toy Story 2. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, but not as funny, because we're, we're I not love good. this. Exactly what I thought, Jim. Thank you. One of them was literally just... Uh, oh, God. Uh, what is his name? That's actually only fitting, because he was that friend that everyone kind of forgot about. Oh... Stinky Pete? Yeah, we're going with Stinky Pete. So Stinky Pete wasn't even in that class. He was just hanging out with us that day. And my and my my driveway was icy. So he fell down. And as one of the bloopers, it's just all my friends kicking him on the ground. <laughs> what the fuck? You just beat the sh- <laughs> Not like really hard, like actually. But just kind of like, ha ha. Oh, look who fell. Like not actually like really like, I'm going to break your ribs, kick you. But just like kind of joking, friendly. I'm a teenage boy in New Hampshire kicking. Aww. He's in therapy right I now. I don't know what he's that. doing right now, but I hope he's doing well. Oh God! <laughs> Honestly, so much I... beef with uh, with Seth Myers and <laughs> and Stinky Pete and Stinky he's Pete. Like, I really got to work on my relationship. <laughs> Stinky Pete and Seth Myers. That's you should write book. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, you get to uh, knock out one person with a single punch. Who is it? Ooh, ooh, Car- okay. Carl Weathers. 
Just so you can be like, I, I, I punched <laughs> my childhood hero. <laughs> For the glory. Right, yes. I do Sylvester Stallone, but I get my own movie. That's like... Nice. An obvious question. <laughs> yeah, a doy. But he's old now. That's just sad. That's just me punching an elderly gentleman. So you you can time travel for this. I mean, there's not. I didn't really give any strict rules for this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, then I'm punching Seth Meyers. <laughs> Specifically in 1995. I'm kicking your friend Stinky Pete. <laughs> I'm, pe- I'm going back. I'm beating the shit. I want to beat the shit out of a baby Seth Meyers. <laughs> I want him to pop a good fight. <laughs> That's for your brother being in that 70s show and ruining it. Wait, who was his brother? <laughs> yeah, who was his brother? Um, his brother was Randy in the last season of uh, that 70s show. Josh oh. Myers. Oh, oh, okay. I'm going to tell you something. I found that out like a year ago. Mm-hmm. And the person that, that told me it was like, yeah, they look exactly the same. How did you not mm-hmm. know? And I was like, I know, but until you're told, do. you don't like put it together. I get that. Yeah. It's super fucking weird that you bring that up because in my notes I wrote this just feels like Starsky and Hutch meets uh that 70s show. Um and it's not very true. It's just that they had that one scene with the ambulance where there was just like almost felt like a cop show. I don't know. It was very weird the way that they did that scene. <laughs> you mean the ambulance that drives to City Hall, then away from City Hall, then back to City Hall. Thank you. I noticed that too. I was like, "What fucking fucked up route?" I know that. I know that road is weird. I hate that piece of road around City Hall. That yeah. Drives yeah. Nuts. It scares me. But um, it's not that fucked up. No. <laughs> if you're an ambulance driver, you should know. Are, are you guys as much of idiots as I am? Where like you Probably. see a thing from Philadelphia in a movie and you go, "Oh, I live there." Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. I know where that is. I, I do it all the time. A hundred percent. I feel like you can't help but do it. You're definitely, I think it's an innate thing to be like, that doesn't match up with that thing. And you would never run down that street and then come out there. Like, yeah, have that superiority. You live there. Why not? Yeah. I watched this movie called Blowout, which is a John Travolta movie from the 80s, uh, where he records, it doesn't matter. He uh, it's, all, it's all set in Philadelphia. But at one point, he crashes his car into... Uh, city hall and then he runs to penn's landing and i was like that is a very far run but they made it seem like it was two seconds and it was like one of those time crunch things where like a woman was getting stabbed and he would had she's like holding the knife so that she doesn't get stabbed and then he runs from city hall to penn's landing i mean maybe if he was like on heelys you know like he could get there but like actually no philadelphia has too many potholes what was that? <laughs> that is so true. Yeah, I would love to see that. Him, she just gets stabbed to death because his Healy gets caught in a Philadelphia bottle. <laughs> the the like, tiniest bottle. Realistic. Just yeah. a little it's tiny Philly bottle. Just a pebble gets in his way, and he's like, huh! and he eats She's shit. Dead. Roll credits. <laughs> yeah, and it's just hit, the credits is just over him being like. God, that hurt. Oh, oh. oh Jesus. <laughs> this is the worst pain in the world. And then smash cut to her dead body. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, better go to Sanima. <laughs> <laughs> that was also a movie that I watched and I went at my, uh, the place where I work. 
uh, is was in one of the shots, and I was like, I, I'm alone in my apartment. I went, I I work there. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like you can't help but do that. Like when you recognize somewhere in a film, like I think that's a very natural response to have, just to be like, mm-hmm. oh, I I know where that is, and I recognize that. I the first time I that. I watched, uh, what's the name of the National Sebastian Treasure? Lund's por- porn. National Treasure. Okay, when I was born, the first time I watched <laughs> the rest of the loans. Oh my born. god, I wish it was. <laughs> you made me forget the premise of my joke. What did you just say before this? <laughs> um, that you saw something you know because you live there. Are you about to oh, tell me yeah. you live in? The, no, the time that I watched that porn, I was like, "Oh my god, that's my apartment!" You know, like, that's that's where I live. <laughs> you you just like there. look around, like, wait a second, it's happening in real time in your living room. You're like, oh, that's that's cereal bowl. Cereal <laughs> <laughs> bowl hasn't moved in like thirty five years. I guess I time traveled and I live here. Okay. Huh? I'm in, I'm in a wormhole right now. Weird. I'm in a porn. <laughs> I so wormholes exist, and it sent me to the time Sylvester Stallone made a pornography. Would you go back in time? That's where I would go. That's where if I had time travel, that is exactly where I'd go. Sylvester (laughs) Stallone's porno. (laughs) Forget dinosaurs. Forget Jesus. I'm there. (laughs) There's something about the word porno that feels dirtier. Like, I think it sounds oh. fun. I'm like, ooh, it's a porno. It's the 70s. There's like very soft lighting. There's a feather boa. It's a porno. You know? They it have like fun. mustaches and a plot, and the plot mm. is actually good. <laughs> mustaches and a plot. That's the whole 70s. That's such a good description. Yeah, like Debbie does Dallas. Like you really found out why Debbie did Dallas. <laughs> oh Debbie did Dallas. Yeah, Deep Throat. <laughs> Those were all of the po- porns it. I could name. <laughs> Pornogra- pornography just sounds like something that it only should be coming out of a parent's mouth. Like it always feels like it's like I found your pornography. Like it's, it's- very formal, isn't it? Yeah. Right. You did something wrong. Um, I- yeah. Hit- pornography. It's like when someone uses your full name. You're like, oh, I did a did mm-hmm. a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone used porn's full name. <laughs> someone used porn- porn's surname. Ography. He's Irish. <laughs> I I do remember one time. We were going to get my my dad gave away his record collection mm-hmm. in like the two thousands to his friend, and then his friend and then I loved records, and I asked my dad if I could get them back, and he was like, "Oh yeah, we could just ask Brule to have them back." By the way, my dad has a friend named Brule. We're gonna go past that, and we went <laughs> we so went to Brule? his house. Are you saying Brule? Brule. Brule. I'll tell you in a second. We're not going t- past that. We're digging yeah. in. What's I'm his writing name? it down. <laughs> I'll tell you in a second why he's called Brule. Um, okay. Okay. So we went over his we went over to his house to pick up these records uh and we were in his garage and I found this stack of um this this stack of playboys that was I'm not joking like 5 feet tall Oh wow that's <gasps> aggressive Wow No I'm not joking at all like I'm showing you with my hands but we're on a podcast it's it was that tall and he was like hey you want some of these pornos and I was like my dad's in the room so, like, at the time, I th- that was an awkward situation. But now, knowing, like, Playboys at that time were very well written and, like, had some very mm. good interviews and were very well. There was, like, they had news articles that were excellent. I would have loved to have those Playboys now. They're probably worth <laughs> a ton of money. Yeah, that's true. Pretty off. Yeah. 
But you said no because it's awkward and your dad's in the room. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I had taken them. He probably still has them. I could go to Brawl's house. <laughs> Let's all rock up to Brawl. Wait, what's his name? Brawl? Brawl. B-R-O-O-L. His name is, his real name is Bruce, but. Okay. Everyone my dad knows has a nickname. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Including you. Yeah, my oh God, I my nickname was Hambo McGlone. So, um, whoa, whoa, he, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> on, Jim, you seem to say that very fast and breeze past it. What was your name? Slowly. It was Hambo McGlone. Okay, I'm gonna need all the context. Go ahead. Jimbo, Jim Bone. No, 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 it wasn't that. <laughs> good, good try, but it was um. So when I was born, my dad and my uncle had this running joke about our their children being 1930s gangsters. So it started with my cousin being called Tootsie, Tootsie Marootsie, and then my older sister got named Boogs McTugs, and then, as you can see, there's a very clear line, they called me Hambo McGlone. And it was I just, loved that. That's fantastic. They called me Bone until I was probably like 16. And there's people still That's out there that incredible. call me Hambone. If I ever have kids, I'm going to give them all 1930s gangsters name. That is cool as shit. Yeah. I actually just watched a video recently where someone was like, why don't we name kids like cool things like Jackknife or Hambone? And I was like, <laughs> hey, I'm Hambone. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, if you get really, ex- uh, if you if you have a small being, uh, you name yours Hambone, and I will I will name mine McGlone? Thunderlips. No, I'm going with Thunderlips <laughs> for my kids' name. Yeah, and I'll name mine but- Shitty Bitch. Yes. <laughs> I think we did a podcast, y'all. We did it. Um, please tell us if there's something you'd like to promote. Yes. Okay. There there is. Uh, I don't have anything going on, and. Who does? Um, but there is a show called, oh, crap. Okay, How To with John Wilson. It's on HBO. I recommend, like, having a little drink before or, like, having a little smoke before. It is my new favorite thing. I think it's art, and everybody should enjoy it, and I want another season. So I'm spreading the word now so that he gets enough traction to fund that second season. Jim, have you heard of it? I feel like you, you look like you made known. Nathan Fielder was an executive yeah! It's like a similar vibe, but in no way ripoff. It's 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 just fantastic. Any recommendations that you both have as well? Just to give me anything to watch. I recently have been rewatching episodes of Mad Men because I told my girlfriend to watch it, and she really likes it. Uh, classic show. I love that show. It's so good. Uh, everyone ever should watch Mad Men. <laughs> and I'm watching WandaVision right now because who isn't? Yeah, everyone's watching WandaVision. I'm not. Yeah. I'll watch it in like five years from now. I don't know. I always watch these things like way later than everybody else. I did finally catch up with Mandalorian. I'm like finally caught up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I did it. I did the things that everyone tells me. I'll never watch Game of Thrones. I don't care. It's over. I'm it done. ended badly. So. I'm so with you on that. Yeah. I didn't invest. I'm proud of myself. I could be smug about it. I'm done. Yeah. It was it was kind of a cultural thing that like I, I watched that show because everyone else was watching it. I did really like the first four seasons. And then the last four seasons were awful, and I hated them. Like, but I still watched them because everyone else was watching them, and 
I that's its own thing, you know. You don't have to enjoy something to enjoy doing the thing. Right. I completely get that. And sometimes it's fun to be just on the bandwagon and like enjoy everything else that mm-hmm. people are talking about. Yeah, it I I like being part of the conversation. Totally. That's why I watched WandaVision. It's just weird that I watched it. I, I usually wait till it's done, and I, I kind of wish I had watched it while I was going on. Well, I'll get to it. I have to. I have a lot of other stuff I think I still need to watch in the Marvel Universe, or does it not matter? No, it matters. Okay, well, then I will watch a lot more of the Marvel Universe. You have, movie. like, more Rocky movies to watch as well, so you have I have so many Rocky fucking Rocky movies. <laughs> well, I do want to thank you for coming on to the podcast. Um, you're awesome. Thank this you is... for having me. Yeah, you got the premise of it right away. You fulfilled it. I literally just wanted to spend time with you, and... It was great. Like, this is exactly what I wanted. Thank I wanted. you so much for having me. I, it's a perfect excuse to spend time with both of you. And if genuinely, genuinely, I know people say this, if you are, either of you are ever in Chicago, you have a place to stay. Come see me. Come spend time. Come hang out. Good. Because Chicago's expensive as fuck. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Have you seen my rent? Okay. Come stay yeah. for free. <laughs> yeah, I'll tight. Hang out. <laughs> stay for five weeks. Uh, I will get my vaccines first, and then I'll, I'll get my ass out there. Seriously. I'd have you in a heartbeat. Please do come out. absolutely uh all right so i do uh want y'all to come back uh next week we're going to be going through rocky i i i uh along with well you didn't like that jim yeah go ahead tell it was was it was it smooth did it feel like i prepared it or did it feel like did you write uh, that down like a week ago and then you were like i can't wait (laughs) i thought of it probably about 10 to 15 minutes ago and i was like yeah i might do that i might took a note you wrote it i didn't write it down I remembered. I get a good noggin these days. So we'll... we'll yeah. I wrote it down. <laughs> I, I, I did. I did. I wrote it down. I read underneath Brule. It says it. Uh, <laughs> uh, joining us for a discussion on the third installment of Rocky is going to be uh, Joe Tuzzy and Sam Abrams. Uh, and I'm... Oh, wait. No. Joe... Yes, I got Tuzzy's... I got Joe's actual name correct, right? I was going to say, I want to ask him next week. To cause... find out if it's Joe Tuzzy or Joe Tuzzy. <laughs> Uh, yeah come back uh it's gonna be it's gonna be an adventure folks please uh don't let us do this alone like please don't let us do this alone please (laughs) you did it i did it that was pretty good oh my god some days i'm like i wish i wasn't an improviser because it's so exhausting (laughs) It's just so hard being so funny all the time. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Goodbye, everybody. We got to go. Jesus Christ. (laughs) We have to end this. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for having me. Uh, This was really fun. Thank you. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Rotten Treasure. And on Instagram at Rotten underscore Treasure. And on Twitter at Rotten Treasure. And go to patreon.com slash Rotten Treasure for bonus episodes, early episode release, and a vote for the next series. And be sure to give us a five-star rating and review us on any of your available podcast apps. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Perfect.